Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the North Bros Outdoors Podcast, episode 78. I am Nick Beto. I'm Jared. And on... Cameraman Cubby. Ooh, he picked up on it. I was going to say, on the... On the, As a phone-in guest this week, we've got uh, the man himself, Cameraman Cubby. And we're going to kind of get into... What we're going to get into this week is a little bit of fishing, maybe a little bit of hunting talk, but probably mainly fishing. And then the life happenings of cameraman Cubby. Uh, he hasn't been on in a minute. When, when were you last on there, Cubby? Um, it's probably the bachelor pad, or yeah, the bachelor weekend there that we had. I think he was gonna say bachelor pad. Yeah, I mean, you could thing, call yeah. it a bachelor pad, I guess. <laughs> <sighs> well, the last couple weeks, uh, been doing a sports update for everybody and this week this week stings a little bit uh normally we cover the vikings the niners and whatever else comes about and i've been kind of making fun of the vikings a little bit this year because they've been uh playing kind of subpar and unfortunately this week the niners lost to the vikings uh so I could have very easily skipped the sport update this week, but I know I would have gotten a lot of crap from uh, all of the listeners that are, are Minnesota fans if I if I would have skipped that. Um, Cubby, how are the how are the Bears doing this year? Not good. I mean, they basically fall in the category of losing to the Vikings week by week. It's pretty uh pretty low category to be a part of. Yeah, it really is. I mean, the good thing is they usually don't get your hopes up too much, so the heartbreak at the end of the year isn't so bad. That's fair. That's fair. Just used to losing. Just a little bit, you know. So, uh, what, uh, what, what's new in the life of uh, Cameraman Cubby, being as you haven't been on since uh, it's been about 10, 10 weeks or so, 10 episodes uh, I think the the bachelor party that would have been episode sixty nine, and that was the last time that we had Gian. So, what uh, what's been going on in the in the life of cameraman Cubby? You know, I've been working the majority of the time and haven't done much. I mean, I ordered some parts for my dirt bike, got a wrap, some new plastics, and then basically, I guess. I'm running a little bit of dirt bike, but other than that, I mean, I haven't done a whole lot. You, uh, you've been really on top of the buying and selling game here for the last couple of, uh, couple weeks, couple months, couple years. What, uh, what's the most recent flip that you, you did? And, and do you have anything else that you're trying to sell at the moment? You know, I got lots of things for sale. I usually do. I got a boat. I got a four-wheeler. Uh, I'd sell the pickup. The dirt bike, I think I'd have to get more money than it's worth to sell. But other than that, it's all for sale. For the right price. Exactly. The boat's listed and the four-wheeler's listed. That's what I'd like to sell. That's fair. That's fair. What uh, What about in the, 
the outdoor world other than i know you touched on that you've been dirt biking a little bit here and there um you've been doing any fishing or anything of that nature i've gone fishing one time and i caught a 27 inch walleye last night actually so you went out one time and you catch a 27 inch walleye just just like it's nothing yeah, I mean, practically, we only caught three walleyes last night, and one of them was probably a 20, which Landon actually caught. And then, well, the first one I caught was like a 15, probably, and then Landon caught the 20, and then, like, Landon was kind of already packed up. He was kind of ready to head out, so I just figured I'd throw it down river one last time, and, you know, I really didn't think there was any chance that it was a walleye, and then... When I was reeling it in, Landon, I asked him to pull out a flashlight because I mean it was it was fighting pretty good. So I asked him to pull out a flashlight, and he told me it was a walleye. Like pretty initially, once he came close to shore, but I mean I kind of thought that was just like a, you know, like that's just something a lot of people would just say, you know, not even knowing. Just for pulling sure. your leg. And I don't know if he actually saw it or if he just took a stab at it and he happened to be right, but it ended up being a walleye actually. And did I you mean, did you measure it? Measure, did you measure his girth at all or just his length? No, we just did the length. We only had like a like a carpenter's tape measure, so I mean, girth would have been pretty tough to actually get with that particular tape measure. What, what's your guess on how much you uh, how much you think it weighed? I would guess that he was probably, like, he had to have been about eight pounds. Just a tank. It looked like a tank. I mean, he was a girthy fish. He was he was big. I remember when you, you, you called me last night, and then you're like, what are you doing? Face You got to FaceTime me right now. I haven't showed anybody else. You're my you're my first call. I got to gotta show somebody, though. This thing's freaking huge. Yeah, I had to call someone. I had to. And I just, you know. I think for fishing especially, I mean, out of, like, my group of friends, you're probably the most highly interested one, so. Well, I appreciated the phone call. That was, uh, that was pretty neat. I, I was sitting here watching the, watching the Niners lose to the Vikings, so that was, uh, not, seeing that while I was, was, like, the highlight of my <laughs> evening last night. Yeah, I mean, that's understandable to say when you lost to the vikings like that really yeah not good not good now now no, the now all the brock purdy haters are coming out of the wood and it's uh gonna be a gonna be a long couple weeks here if we drop another game here in the next couple weeks but we'll kind of kind of see what happens yeah i mean that would be pretty rough to drop another one because like you said that don't look good when you lose to the vikings no no it doesn't so what what else uh what else you been up to? You, you, I've only, I, I know you. Well, no, you didn't come with. We uh, last Friday, uh, so a week. Not, yeah. When you guys hear this, the this last Friday, we went up and put all of the cleaned out the shop at the North Bros headquarters and put all the campers away and everything like that. So we're done camping up there for the year. It might give or take. We. We might go back for uh, for a couple times ice fishing if we're 
Well, I, I know we'll be back up there for ice fishing. Um, the Everything's put away. Everything's kind of wrapped up. Uh, a couple things that we got to do up there yet, but nothing, nothing major, nothing pressing. So it's kind of a good feeling to get that out of the way. Mother Nature is starting to, you know, really start throwing some curveballs here. I know right now it's, what is it? It's like 40 degrees and like a mist i know that yeah it's 44 degrees and it's like misty and hazy and i got a notification this morning that friday we might get snow in fargo so that might be nice it was snowing in south dakota today or no it was hailing actually it wasn't snow but i know there isn't there like a snow big snowstorm coming towards like bismarck or whatever yeah so that'll actually be uh Uh, be interesting so i'm not going to get too much into it on this week's episode but next week's episode and possibly a couple after that it depends uh tomorrow so we're, we're doing a little late night recording here on a on a tuesday night on wednesday wednesday after work about five six o'clock wixo and i are leaving to go out to western north dakota to go bow hunting and the forecast out there i think on thursday uh the high temperature is 20 degrees and it's supposed to be snowing all day they're they're saying six to 12 inches of snow out there yeah that's a fair amount of snow at this time of year yeah and it's supposed to snow uh thursday friday and uh be cold on saturday it's gonna be cold the whole time but uh that's good that should mean that the deer are moving and as long as there's a a, a handful of snow on the ground you know it should it should uh i don't know i could i could see it helping and hurting i could see it helping because you'll be able to spot them a little bit easier and i could see it hurting because if you've got to make a move on them and get out to them which is spot and stock is a, a very popular method out there if there's a lot of snow on the ground that could potentially make that a little tougher than it normally would be but uh i'm excited to to get out there and and get after it i bet i've been working on packing up some of my gear and and got that some grocery shopping done today for it and yeah so i'm i'm looking forward to it i think it's uh it's gonna be a good time we're out there from uh so we leave tonight and we come back on sunday so we'll have three entire full days of hunting and then whatever we decide to do on sunday and there's two other guys that are coming out there and we could potentially get them on a podcast i think i'm gonna bring the podcast stuff along just in case we decide that we want to record an episode out there so that's what's been going on with me uh timmy what about you oh not a whole lot just hanging out when you had to have done something. Yeah, we went to the North Shore and hiked, and I got engaged. Yay. So that's... You know, it's a lot of people that listen to this are going to hear that for the first time on the podcast. They probably will. Any big plans for that? Was, was she surprised? Yes. Yeah? Yep. Didn't see it coming? No. That's good. That's good. She so, was waiting for it. But didn't, but didn't expect it didn't that weekend. Didn't expect it. There you go. No. Maverick is hopping up by the mic here. <laughs> so, Kevin, what's uh, 
Well, both you guys. What what's coming up? I know, uh, Timmy, you got a rifle tag coming up here. Yeah, I'd like to get out pheasant hunting a couple times, and then get some deer. Hopefully, shoot a deer early in the rifle season. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and help you as much as I can. We can try. We gotta take that that Friday off of work. Oh yeah, we should just put that in. Cubby, what about you? I know you. Actually, Cubby, I'm gonna call you out on something here. Okay. Why don't you have your hunter safety yet? I don't know. I guess don't got a whole lot of drive to go get it. Timmy, what would be something that you would tell a guy like Cubby that you know does? He's not saying he doesn't like hunting. But he just doesn't have the drive, like he just said. I don't have the drive to go out and get it myself. What What is something that you would uh, you would tell somebody that might be on the fence of whether or not they want to get their hunter safety or they don't? Um, well, it's not that I don't want to get it, but I mean, we don't have land that we hunt on. We don't do like I mean, yeah, we go hunt or you guys go hunt pheasants pheasants like every few weekends or every couple weekends whatever you want to say but like i don't know i guess like the hunting that i would do i think i would more so enjoy like like the bird hunting like the geese and the ducks and all that stuff well i guess if you want to get into something then you want the meat in the fridge so that's kind of a plus of having your tag just an alternative of not eating processed food and and some game meat is really good so my thing that i would say is the bonding time and the experiences that you get with your buddies when you're hunting is i mean just like four-wheeling you know the stuff that happens when you're out four-wheeling is is you're not going to get those experiences anywhere else yeah it's nice getting out in the woods too just getting away from that and ice fishing i mean the stuff that some of the crazy stuff that happens <laughs> when we're ice fishing whether i'm trying to burn the ice house down or you know what <laughs> trying to catch something i mean i just think it's another another tool in the arsenal as far as you know an excuse to go hang out with your buddies and your brothers you know i've, I've been trying to i've been after you to get that hunter safety here for the last whoa how long have i been bugging you about that quite a while so maybe eventually opposed to going to get it i would go get it i mean part of it is just like the convenience of even going to class whoa all right sorry sorry about that guys the uh, dog saw The dog saw somebody walk by outside and uh, just went berserk. So hopefully that wasn't too terribly loud for you. Um, but other, so Kevin, you ain't doing any hunting. What what else is what what's coming down the line, or what are you what are you looking forward to here in the next couple weeks or couple months? You know, some fall fishing. Hopefully, I can do a little more of that. Now that I, you know, when you're not doing it like all the time, then it's not like you're missing anything really. But once you get one big fish, then, I don't know, I feel like you just kind of want to go back for more and try again. So that's kind of all the plans I got. Just go try some fall fishing again and 
Well, you got that boat, so if nobody's bought it, so you might as well just use it until somebody buys it. And the lakes are empty, so that's a plus. Did you hear him, Cubby? I did not hear what he said that time. He, he said you got that boat, so you might as well go use it, and there's nobody on the lakes anymore, so that's a plus. Yeah, that is true. I do have the boat. But, I mean, usually when I go out on my boat alone, I don't have, like, any electronics on it, so I usually just go for bass, if you want me to be honest, which might be disappointing to a couple of you people out there. Who is that directed at? Well, I mean, um, maybe Nick, that guy, he, he hates bass fishing. Okay, no. I think it's be- I think it's because you can't catch a bass, to be honest. But oh, okay, I do not hate bass fishing. It's okay, ju- it's. I don't know about that. It's just not my preferred fish to try and catch. Does that make sense? They they are fun to catch. They they fight like no other. I just I would rather go out and try and catch a walleye than than try and catch a bass. Than a bass, yeah. I think you're missing out. I think you got to give it a couple more chances. I'm not saying I won't, but uh, I got out a handful of times this summer on the boat, and I I don't think I personally caught a walleye this summer. The I, last, didn't, I did not either. The, the last walleye that I caught would have been last winter ice fishing. That has been a while ago now. It has been been a little while, so there's there's a handful of different different uh, strategies for fall fishing in or on the river. I know yeah, a lot of guys go for catfish. There's some spots that have bass. There's some spots that have a lot of pike, and obviously there's good potential for walleyes in the river. What is your go to? Um, what is your go to method? for river fishing and it doesn't have to be spot specific but what if if somebody tells you hey tomorrow night we're gonna go down to the river we're gonna go fishing what is the go-to try and true you know you you try something else and it doesn't work out and it's it's old trusty that you can go back to and and it's gonna work for you every time you want me to start or you want who's starting here oh yeah we'll go you and then we'll go with jared and then i'll go or Timmy, sorry, I can't call you Jared. That's weird. <laughs> you know, mine. I always, I always go back to the old trusty, uh, just a jig head, and just pitching jigs, and generally just either. I usually like to throw on like a white Mister Twister, or like sometimes I just don't even do anything on it, and I just run like a straight up just a jig and a minnow just pitch jigs i usually do that i mean basically year round is what i do that on the river just because i feel like every time i throw on a bobber and let it actually just float out there i feel like i end up in a snag every single time so that's basically how i fish the river all the time that's a good point yeah the the bobber method that uh that is a good method. You know, you put either a jig head or just a plain hook on the bobber and you offset it, you know, three, four feet below and you cast it out and you let the current take it down. A lot of times you are going to end up with a, with a snag or, um, you know, <laughs> funny, funny story here about, about snag, just a little off topic. Um, a couple of years ago, we were out in Devil's Lake 
uh, in the summer. We went on a big family camping trip out there, and my uncle Justin, who has not been on the podcast yet, I'm hoping to get him at some point, um, I was fishing with him, and we kept catching stuff, kept catching stuff, or they did. I kept snagging, like, sticks and trees and logs. And one, you remember the remember the the tree that Grant caught in Devil's Lake last year? Oh yeah, like the the whole like and ten that big branch f- that like he took huge, like five minutes to reel up. Huge branch, yeah. I caught something similar to that, and now my my picture on his phone uh, for my contact picture is a picture of me holding a stick, and my name in his phone is Snag. <laughs> That's pretty good. So, uh, but anyway, yeah, the bobber method is a good method. You know, you, you can put that on the, like I said, offset the depth depending on where you're at. Let the current take it. And I've caught I've caught a handful of fish that way. Uh, another popular method, um, you take a big egg weight or a couple egg weights, and you make like a floral leader with just a just a plain hook on it. That is another method that that I've done. And then the last method, my go-to method is like an eighth ounce white mr twister or eighth ounce white jig head and throw a white mr twister on there and most of the time i don't even bait it i just toss that out there and the walleyes i don't do a lot of fall fishing because i get into the the hunting as soon as seasons start opening but in the springtime that is an absolute killer on the river on the river yep yep so yeah this we're pretty much just talking about river fishing so what is your go-to? Because you went on fishing opener this year. I'm pretty sure you went river fishing, didn't you? Yeah, we went to the rainy. Um, sometimes we throw like bladeless uh, wraps, or uh, yeah, like some jig heads in a minnow, or um, that must be on his phone. It could be. Is, is the dog whining on your phone? Yep. Oh, you got you got Maverick all freaked out. <laughs> oh, is he? Anyway, sorry, Jared. Yeah, like a jig and a plastic is a pretty good go-to to go back to. That or like a bladeless rip and wrap. So how did you do, I think we probably touched on it uh, earlier this year in the, the Minnesota opener, but how did you, how was your opener? Did, did your, were you in the boat or were you on shore? Uh, we were in the boat. Uh, was it pretty busy and pretty good? Um, yeah, the lake or the river gets really busy. That's kind of like a popular just cause it's one of the first walleye produced rivers that get opened up and then like there's lines and lines and lines of boats on like the five or six axes that are out of, um, Baudet, So, well, and don't they, don't they like line up and you, you know, you're, you're waiting for a couple hours. Yeah. Some people sleep in their vehicles on the road to get in. Because do they, do they open the same time as everything else as far as season? Um, they... they open up a little earlier, but they only got like a certain period and then they close again until it opens back up on Mother's Day or around Mother's Day in Minnesota. But yeah, it gives you a little spurt in the spring to go catch some walleye. And then we caught sturgeon after the um, season closed for walleye. So that was another plus of spring fishing. Speaking of sturgeon, shout out to uh, Jacob Robel. He was out and caught his first ever sturgeon this last weekend. Uh, he sent me a picture of it. I'll make sure that gets posted up on the Instagram here in the next couple weeks. While we're on the topic of uh, 
fishing. Uh, how? Let's do a, a recap on how everybody's fishing season went. I can go first. I didn't get out as much as I wanted to. I, I, I didn't get out on opener this year. Um, I think I could probably, it was probably less than 10 times that I actually got out and was able to, to get on the water, whether that be in the kayak. Actually, I'm a liar. I didn't touch my kayak this summer. Um, oh, no, I did. I did once. And we went on the river, but I wasn't fishing. But when I did get out, it was pretty tough. I I didn't, you know, the weather wasn't always great. Uh, caught a handful of perch, a couple northern, uh, but a couple, a lot of bluegill and, and, and sunfish. But no bass and no walleyes. Covey, what about you? What's your, uh, I know you're not done. You're still doing some fall fishing, but what's your, how was your summer, uh, your summer fishing season? You know, usually I go a whole lot more than I have this year, but I mean, I fished the river a handful of times, especially like in the earlier spring. And I mean, I caught, I think the one, I caught a 24 inch walleye out of the river earlier this spring and then this latest one so i mean i did pretty decent out of the river and i mean for bass i mean i usually go out a whole lot more than i did this year which i don't even i don't know why that is because this is probably like the best boat i've had to go fishing like on my own and stuff but i guess i just i don't know if it was from all the time that i put into fixing the boat and like i mean flipping it or what it was but i mean I would say I did pretty decent. I just usually go out more, I feel like. Timmy? Well, our summer didn't go as planned. We were kind of busy throughout the summer. But uh, caught some bass, a couple northern. I didn't pull a walleye into the boat this year. So that was kind of disappointing. So you're with me. You you haven't caught one all summer? Nope. Cubby made up for it with that 27 that he caught Well. I'll take not catching one and, and let Covey catch the big ones. Well, that's fine. I'd like to catch some this winter, so that's usually my go-to walleye catching abilities is through the ice. So, well, and I think you and I are going to get out a lot, a lot more. We went out a lot last year, and before that, we didn't really go together. Mm-mm. But I think this year we'll probably end up going out more than we did last year, even. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It'll be fun. Hopefully, we don't get a terrible year of a lot of snow and then slush and the slush is okay as long as we got reba yep but clark clark the castle he he ain't he don't he don't mess with that no and that'd really suck if it gets out there and we get really thick ice and then the snow hits and then it kind of hinders the uh abilities to get to good spots with the wheelhouses i'm hoping devil's lake this year for ice fishing is less significantly less snow than we've had the last couple years now last year when we were up there we we had to stay on the well a couple of us had snowmobiles but the guys that did not had to stay on the plowed roads and they might be able to get off a little bit but you can't just take you couldn't just take off and and go wherever you want i know there was some spots with the snowmobiles that we'd get off and the snow was dang near up to your waist i mean it was it was uh extremely extremely snowy and I don't know, they're already talking, you know, 6 to 12 inches of snow in some spots in North Dakota, and it's October. So we could be um, kind of missing the boat on that. But, 
maybe maybe we'll maybe some of us will take an early trip to devil's lake this year or something do some early ice fishing up there It'll yeah i'd fun. like to get to red lake this year again that was fun that was a different two years lake. ago right yeah time flies when you're having fun right <laughs> Kevin, why don't you uh i can get the ranger with tracks to join us again because that's the best type of fishing out there really i uh farmer logan yeah, then uh, you have to wear snow pants. That's 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 ice fishing, in my opinion. I I bet you he'd come back. He didn't seem like he uh, he didn't seem like he had an on or not fun time. Yeah, I think he'll join us again. I think so. Why don't you tell the listeners uh, you were you were kind of touching on your your boat project, uh, what you got, what it was when you got it, and what you did to it. Well, I mean, it started out as a boat that was, I mean, it was pretty much shot at the point that it was at. There was, I mean, the wood was shot, the paint was all messed up, the trailer was, I mean, paint on the trailer was pretty messed up. So I gutted the whole thing down to just the aluminum boat and and then I just, I mean, started from scratch. I ended up painting the trailer, the inside of the boat, the outside of the boat, had some work done on the boat itself, the motor, and then redid all the wood on the inside, redid the electrical stuff, and then I just listed it for sale, and I think I was a little late on when I listed it, so now I think I'm going to have to sit on it until next spring. I remember uh, when you gave me a phone call, uh, I think it was your first time taking it out, after you had gone through and redid everything, yeah, I think it was you and Abby that went. Yeah, that was uh, me, Abby, and Karsten, actually, which is the other guy that I did. We did 50-50 on everything for the boat. So why did you... What what happened? Uh, Well, the... You know, I'm honestly, I'm not even sure. It was something to do with the carburetor. And wound up that the boat just shut off. Like, it overheated or something. It was something to do with the, I think it was something to do with the water pump and the carburetor. You, uh... You, but it didn't go over very well. As I say, you want to elaborate the uh, sequence of events that, that you endured on that little adventure well i went on the river which i mean give or take a couple opinions is probably a bad idea to take the boat for the first time (laughs) and luckily i went upstream which the current wasn't very strong at all it was actually almost just like still water and i made it probably almost a mile and it started smoking and just shut off. So then you go into action. Yeah, and uh, I also didn't grab an oar. That's not good. Yeah, but luckily, I was not totally finished with the boat, so I had a cupboard door that was still loose. So the way I went on the paddling machine, I am. And we ended up paddling the entire mile all the way back to get to the truck. 
And by that point, my dad and my brother, they were already waiting for us at the landing. And who told you that, that going on the river was a bad idea? Well, no one actually told me, but just like thinking back on it. Micah had a similar situation like that this fall. Uh, I don't know, it was this summer. But he took a boat out and he was fishing. I think it was Jacob's boat. And he ended up getting a couple miles away from the access. He was actually really close to his house. He was, he was really, really close to where he lives. And the motor shut off. And Micah had to come back in the dark with a headlamp. Because that's how long it took him. You could, I think he said you could fire the motor up and then you could drive for, you know, five, five minutes maybe. But once he got up to speed, it would just cut out. So he just kept on limping his way back, and he ended up getting back. And Mike is still safe. So. You know, it takes a long time, and it. I mean, the river where we're at is pretty windy, so everything seems like it's around the next bend. Yeah, when you and think then, you only went a mile, and then really it's only yeah. it's like five miles. Dude, that's how I feel when I go kayaking. I'm not a huge kayak fan, and we have a couple adventures that we go on up on uh, a river up kind of by the headquarters up there. And the last time that we went, the only time I went this summer, every time I'd get around a bend, I'm like, oh, this has got to be it. That's got to be the corner. And it was corner after corner of disappointment because you had to keep on going. Yeah, I mean, towards the end of the kayaking journeys, that's usually how it gets. Is, I mean, you're ready to be done. I think I think you were on... Uh, I think you've been on an episode since... I think we talked about your, your kayak adventure with, uh, with Dad... Or Pop, yeah, we Papa did. Josh. We did. Was that after? I don't remember when that was. Hold on a second. I'm gonna go do a. I'm gonna go do a check here. Um. Yep. That would have been. That would have been episode seventy-one. That we we touched on that stuff. That one was uh, the 2023 summer wrap-up. Right as we were starting to get into get into hunting seasons and and stuff like that. Yeah, that would have been the last one I was on then. Yeah, so you actually made it on... No, you were on 69 and then 71. And then before that... Yeah, before that, you were... Oh, no, you made it on 64. You you get on every once in a while. You're not you're not every week, but you're you're a pretty regular, uh, regular guest on the show now. Yeah, I like to show up at most times or as often as I possibly can kind of thing. Well, it's also tough because you don't live in the same town as the majority of the, the crew. And we, right. we, yeah. we usually record on weeknights. And uh, obviously now with hunting season being here, that, that's, that might change. But we're going to continue with our Wednesday release dates. So, yeah. So this week's episode was a little bit shorter than uh, than what we've been doing, but... We wanted to get something out to you guys, and we figured we haven't touched on some any river fishing, so we figured we'd dive into that a little bit and just tell tell a couple stories about river adventures that we've had. Uh, Cameraman Cubby, you got a tip of the week for 
the listeners this week? My tip of the week. Let's see here. You know, I mean, always take one last cast. That's a good tip. That's going to be my tip. That is a good one. That is a good one. One last cast. That is the only reason that I caught that fish. That was on my very last cast, and it was kind of just like a, you know, your last cast, you always just, like, throw it a little extra. Just that little... A little harder than most other casts. The little bit more sense of urgency. Right. Yeah. Like, starting to get into a pinch, like, you kind of need to get a, a little more distance so it has more time in the water. That's a good one. That's a good one. What, uh, all right. It is, uh, it is question time. So cameraman Cubby, you, you asked about it before we even started today. So you get to go first. Well, you know, we actually already hit on it during the podcast now. So that question is now irrelevant. Well, you better think of another one cause you're on the spot. Oh boy. You know, this really, I might have to come back right now. Yeah, I, we, my question kind of got destroyed, and then I didn't even think about it until now. What was your question? My question was going to be what your guys' favorite fall baits are for walleye fishing. Mm. That was used. Well, I guess we, we told the, we, we talked about the three different, uh, or the couple different strategies that we used. But yeah, I guess you're kind of right. I did say my favorite one was the, the jig head and the, the twister, so... Yeah. yeah. Um, let's see. Yep, gonna have to gonna have to come up with another one. Yeah, come back to me. Come back to me. All right, Timmy. All right, since we touched on ice fishing and it's kind of to that time where the uh, the stuff's hitting the shelves. What is your twenty four or twenty three twenty four ice fishing like gonna buy before you go out? Like, what's on your your wish list? That's a good question. Cameraman Cubby, you go first. You know, I mean, this probably won't be before I go out, but I'd like to get a sled house that's like a thermal this year, a personal one for myself. Like, so a, think, like a single man or a two man? A two man. I won't do a single man, but... That's... That's fair. Hmm. What is something that I want to buy before I go out? It doesn't have to be before, but during the ice season, what is something that you wanted last season, but now you're, you you saved on it, now Ice Fest is coming up. What's something you want? I want one of the new, the new, uh, the new style uh, Clam X200s with that bigger door on it. And I've also seen the the bigger hub houses that they redesigned for this year. That's going to be an episode that we're going to have coming up here. Is uh, we're going to go through the new releases for the ice fishing season. But we'll that'll be once once hunting starts dying down here. Um, I'll probably go with some new rods. I, I kind of want to pick up a couple of of new rods this year. What about you? Hmm. Rods? Um, are you thinking like? Do you have like a brand in mind, or like a? Do you want some light, like pan rods, or would you rather have like a more stiff? I'd like to get one or two more 
uh, medium weight like walleye rods. All right. Well, I was waiting for his response, but he was just yeah, sitting there. Cubby's just not saying nothing. Um, on the high end, I probably won't pick it up, but I might look for somebody selling maybe a used live scope. But that's probably a slim chance, and I'm actually gonna buy one because they're kind of spendy. But um, I don't know if I want to keep the hub house. I might keep it, but I might get into like a sled house, just maybe some ease of having all my stuff in one sled instead of toting out that big house for one person if i go out by myself or just two people it's kind of large the sled houses are very very nice for that reason having all of your gear in one spot all right cubby you got your question what's the like, what's your favorite place that you've ever fished? Like, lake or, like, locations, I guess. Like, not, like, your spot, but, like, your favorite body of water, like, rivers or, like, your favorite river that you fished or your favorite lake or something. Mine's, like, a tie. Or do I have to pick one? I would say you have to pick one. All right, well, I got to go with Devil's Lake, then. Just, Can I add a why to that? just because, you know, I, I, I'm a big fan of the bigger bodies of water. I think that your potential, not saying that small lakes don't have potential, but, but some of the bigger bodies of water, you know, where you got a ton of structure, you can continuously, in a perfect example of that, it's not ice fishing, but Leech Lake. I go up to Leech a handful of times every summer. And even if I have a tough day out on the water, I continuously go back because there's so many different places that you can fish over and over and over again. And for one, you're not touching the same exact spot unless you want to go back to it because you did well there. But number two, I mean, just like I said, the, the, the wide a range of, of structure that you can fish on those bigger bodies of water, I, I really, really enjoy that. You don't have to be you know, on a smaller lake where there's only one section of structure and, you know, everybody's around there. You can go off by yourself. You can, you can kind of make it what you want it to be. Um, so yeah, I, I, I would say Devil's Lake and my, my reason why is, is because I've done really well up there and just because of the size of it and you can get away from people if you want, or you can, you can go up next to the big groups, but, but yeah, so Devil's Lake. Um, I think mine would probably be, just because we used to fish a lot when we were kids, is uh, Lake of the Woods, because it was just close. It was a nice big body of water. Um, like you were saying, it's you never really fish the same spot. Um, if you feel lazy, there's always guides out there that'll put you on somewhat spot or give you a hint on where they're biting, what they're biting. Um, they usually have really good road accesses in the winter. And then, yeah, it's a good lake. Produces pretty good walleye. The pike if you go pike fishing are pretty big on that lake so good variety back to you cameraman cubby i think i mean you guys both pick the big body of water so i'll talk up the river fishing and i would pick the river because i mean you honestly you just never know like anytime there's anything that bites you never know what it's going to be between i mean could be a big walleye or 
I mean, it could come down to being a turtle. I mean, the biggest fish that I've ever personally caught, other than a 27 and a half inch walleye that I caught when I was probably like 13, and there's no evidence of it, so I don't know. If- I, I can vouch for you. I was there. I, I, I do know that it was caught. We thought it was a northern. We thought we snagged it. And yeah, it was a 27 and a half inch walleye. Well. Yeah, and that, I mean, uh, other than just that fish right there, almost every single one of the biggest fish that I've ever caught have probably come out of the Red River. Which, I mean, part of that is probably because of the amount of times that I've fished on the river. But, I mean, there's a lot of potential in, I mean, I would say any river fishing. That That's a good point. Um, and the other advantage to the river, you know, Lake of the Woods, Devil's Lake, leech lake even they're they're a hike to get out to them and the river i remember back in high school i used to put my wheelhouse my old wheelhouse down on the river and we'd go down there every night during the week and you'd catch a ton of walleyes maybe maybe not very big ones but you'd catch a ton of them and it was always i mean you get a mixed in 17 to 20 incher but yeah i i I like that answer the the river is uh is a good one well yeah i mean for people who, I mean, either don't have the equipment to go fish a big lake or just a younger person that even wants to ride their bike, I mean, it's definitely not a place that you can just, like, I mean, yeah, it's kind of a back burner thing, but it's not something you always have to take out of the question of just going down because, I mean, like you said, the availability of it, I mean, basically any town, I mean, you can go to a river within 10 minutes. It's also another good point. All right, my question, what is the thinnest ice that you have ever fished on and the thinnest ice that you are most comfortable, like like once it hits this thickness, you're good, you'll you'll go for it. So it's a t- kind of a two double question here. You're, the thinnest that you've ever fished on and the what you're, what you're, once you start to be comfortable and you're not worried, I mean, you're always worried about it because there's no such thing as safe ice. But, yeah, so your thinnest ice you've ever fished on and the comfortable the th- comfortability level as far as how thin the ice has to be before you're comfortable. Cubby? Um, the thinnest was probably last year when I went out on a craft for the first time, uh, just first time of the season. I remember that because it was freaking dark out. We didn't have any yeah. snow. And Cubby's out there with a damn flashlight on black ice, so you can't tell if it's water or not. Or ice, yeah. With no yeah, snow it, coverage. It all turned out to be all right. So but that was probably the thinnest ice I've ever been on, and it was probably like three or four inches, maybe. <laughs> and, I mean, I don't know. I would say once it hits, like, probably eight inches i probably wouldn't even like check it again for the rest of the year i'd probably just walk out every time Hmm. i think i believe it was like maybe a little more than four inches of ice we don't we used to as kids we never really went out like super super early but yeah like four it's probably the thinnest i've been on and that's still a little bit weary. And um, I think I would be okay with anything over eight. 
the thinnest that I've ever gone out on was in between three and four. And that, I mean, you could drill a hole and then you'd stand there and you just kind of lightly jump and you could see it moving. And as far as comfortability for walking, I mean, once it hits five to six, I'm I'm good with that. Comfortable without a spud bar. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you gotta, I gotta go around and make sure that it's a consistent six. But once I hit that six mark, I'm, I'm not, uh, not worried about it anymore. Mm. Well, cameraman Cubby, thanks for, uh, thanks for calling in this week. Uh, it was nice to catch up with you. I haven't been on in a little while. You, uh, you got anything to close out with? You know, good luck to the hunters out there. I mean, and then anyone for doing fall fishing, good luck to them as well. All right, just hang out on the phone here, Cubby. We're going to close this one out. All right, well. You got anything to close with? Uh, not much. Just, I mean, good luck for everybody that's trying to get out and hunt. I think uh, waterfowl is kind of, is that coming to the end, or is that still pretty much in prime? I think that's still going full full bore. Yeah, and pheasant season will be going till late January, or early January first weekend in january i think yep yep so got some time to get out there but that's about it try to keep sane until deer season <laughs> ice fishing's right around the corner i know that's what uh, a lot of us really really enjoy doing but then again a lot of us are getting into the as far as the north bros team a lot of us are getting into the the bow hunting aspect as well we're still fairly new to that but uh yeah, so we'll have plenty more episodes coming your way about ice fishing, uh, hunting, hopefully some some kill stories from the guys that are out there getting after it. Uh, as I said, Wixo and I are going to be on the road out west leaving tonight. So we are, I think we're going to, I haven't asked him yet. What? What's that? Why didn't you leave like right after work today? That That's what I'm doing. I'm, 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 uh. I'm tonight being tonight this is going to be being, posted on Wednesday yeah it posts on Wednesday so we're leaving oh, tonight so, okay alright <laughs> but yeah so we're we're going to do a, a, an episode in the truck on the way there which we've never done before and then I'm guessing that we'll get a couple camp episodes in not 100% sure on that yet but uh, I'm going to I'm going to pull for that I think that'd be cool to do a little couple deer camp episodes uh, so that'd be pretty cool so wherever wherever you're listening, give us a like, a review, a share, a follow, a comment, anything anything helps. And uh, as always, keep an eye out on the Facebook, the YouTube, the Instagram, and that's going to wrap it up. So thanks for tuning in, and until next time, we'll get back to you.